0: This is a download from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. The Property Show on BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
1: Good morning, you're listening to The Property Show in the morning, run, And I'm Simwee Boon. Malaysia's property sector along with the rest of the world saw major disruptions and changes this past year and a half. And like every other facet of our lives, technology has been the overarching team to help us navigate the challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic. Property Guru, once a mere online property listing platform, has harnessed these innovations and is now a tech company specializing in real estate. Keith Kamm from the BFM News team talks to its country manager, Sheldon Fernandez, to find out the implications of the data Property Guru has gathered. This week on The Property Show, we take a look at Property Guru Malaysia's latest snapshot of the country's real estate market. And to do just that, we have Sheldon Fernandez, Property Guru Malaysia's country manager. Now, of course, Sheldon, I am referring to the recently released Malaysia Property Market Index. This latest one is for Q3 of this year. Um, There have been a lot of variables and unknowns, really to put it mildly, uh, in the past 18 months or so. Before we get more granular on that subject about what has been observed in your index, what stood out to you most since the pandemic started? Uh, For retail, we see an increasing number of people make that switch to online shopping, but property is really a whole
0: different kettle of fish. How did property players adapt? I think one very big notice I have about the industry, it's a very resilient industry. You know, we've seen transaction happen throughout this period as well, you know, obviously not at the at the highs of the good old days, uh, but still people are investing and buying into properties. Um, so when we talk about the, the Malaysian market from a property guru point of view, we proactively track asking prices on our site. That gives us an indication of the market sentiment about the property, right? So, you know, willing buyer, willing seller, uh, we do track the asking price of property. And what we've realized is, you know, the property is no different from any other industry. We obviously have to adapt to the times. And, you know, some of the solutions that were provided, for example, virtual viewings, have gained traction in both primary and secondary markets, right? So we see developers and agents alike Uh, Doing things like 3D walkthroughs, guided tours, live tour features, uh, which is something we introduced last year that enables consumers to interact with the property seller, be the developer, the agent from their listings, right? And again, allowing them to schedule multiple virtual viewings at one go. And all this is designed to keep the industry moving or keep the momentum moving within the buyer and the seller. Right. Uh, We also had our Asia Virtual Property Expo last year where home buyers and investors virtually connected with our developers in real time from the comfort of their homes. We had over 300 projects from across 10 countries. So again, this is not just a Malaysia situation. This is cutting across all the borders where we featured, you know, under one virtual roof, all these projects throughout a month long expo. So more than 80 Malaysian projects were presented by, you know, some of the leading developers in the industry, and a lot of consumers benefited from the ability to view and get more information real-time from the developers themselves. Uh, And clearly, from our business point of view as well, we are improvising as well. You know, what used to be a very physical event, which is our Property Guru Asia Property Awards, we turned that format into a virtual format across our 14 markets across Asia and we will continue to do that this year. So again, very resilient, very adaptive, but all sort of suitable towards the times and the right solutions that are, that are needed given the times. I can't resist that, so it's been virtually a big change, right?
1: <laughs> it is, it is. Um, I'm also kind of curious to know that in Malaysia, we keep reading about how dire the situation is for small businesses, SMEs. Even the Entrepreneur Development Ministry said a couple of weeks ago, many are on the brink of collapse, their words. What have you noticed in the commercial property sector? What are your
0: observations like, you know, shop houses, offices? So, I mean, unfortunately for us on our side, what we really get to see is a good view of the residential sector because 90% of our traffic and 90% of our listings come from the primary and secondary sector, but purely dominantly from the residential sector. So it's hard for me to sort of draw uh, parallels in terms of analysis uh, when it comes to the commercial sector. But yeah, I would say if I were to draw uh, any comparison, I would say the struggles are are hard and really the same um you know businesses are impacted in a more direct way as opposed to a buyer selling or buying property in the residential sector uh and i think those situations will will tend to be there for a good period of time until and unless we start seeing the markets opening up and one of the catalysts of markets opening up obviously is our vaccination rate right or the immunization rate of the of the country and i think that's going to be one of the parameters where we start seeing this sector really come back strong
1: With Property Guru, you guys have been in the news quite frequently recently. You guys have been positioning yourself as a tech company, and tech is certainly the buzzword in this pandemic. Tell me how this has worked out for for you the innovations
0: that have paid out? So I think innovation is not, you know, something new. It's practically now a daily thing that we need to think about, you know, given how fluid the situation is. For example, you know, we've had this uh, property guru fast key, which is our sales solution that we, we provide to developers, where they get to sort of showcase their properties to consumers real time. And that takes a lot of data technology like virtual tours, et cetera. But we've added one more layer, which is what we call a storyteller. Now, what Storyteller does is it features an immersive property journey, right, where it transforms any project at any stage of development of construction into a 3D space to create a more 360-degree interactive walkthrough. So it does, quite frankly, delivers a real-life experience, not just of the particular property internal view, but also the whole surrounding and external view. So in a time of pandemic, this helps in, you know, things like closing the deals really remotely, as well as reducing the dependency on physical galleries or even agent viewings, right? So our solution enables property developers to start marketing their project uh, much earlier, even before they construct a show gallery, for example, or a show flat. Um, So with Fastkey, a buyer can also register their interest in an apartment through various channels as well, right? So it's not just directly from the developer, but through their agent network as well. The other thing we're very much focused on is obviously data, given there's so much uncertainty in the market and given that everything is digital and virtual, we rely a lot on uh, on making the right decisions using data. So it's been pivotal in terms of changing the landscape of the property, uh, which is where we strategically acquired uh, my property data late last year. So basically this enables Malaysians to have easy access to data in every step of their property journey, right? So the consumers can buy or sell property at the right market price and capitalize on potential gains in the future. Uh, and again, relating this back to the property market index, we've seen prices or asking prices stabilize at the low rate uh, year on year, right? So we've seen quarter on quarter it, it stabilised at eighty nine point eight seven percent, and that's that's uh, what's helping, uh, I guess, you know, data to drive some good decisions across consumers and buyers and sellers.
1: I will get more granular on your data uh, from the property index in the second part of the program, but uh, with regards to this- This switch towards all the innovations that you have laid out, what has the reception been like from potential home buyers, sellers, agents, even developers, seeing as uh, lockdowns really prevented all these people from marketing their products, you know, viewing of property and all that? Has there really been a huge
0: shift in Malaysia? Yeah, so I think generally the new normal has pushed every sector, but in particular the property players, to merge both property and technology at a faster pace, right? Um, These accelerations clearly has happened over the last... Uh, 18 months and we see that really from how you know they've adopted more digital solutions not just you know i can say property group platform for sure you know for example we've had 188 virtual tours on new launches tabs there's been an increase of almost 50 percent in the property listings with virtual tours in 2021 right compared to maybe pre-lockdown of 2019 we've also seen developers take uh, measures to digitalize the entire sales process as well purely from the adoption of our fast key solution But you also see developers sort of, you know, revamp their website, revamp their end-to-end sales process just to make sure that they are able to meet. uh, More importantly, I think this is what's driving it, the consumer demand. Uh, Consumers are demanding everything to be virtual because if it's not virtual today, quite frequently it's not present in the minds of consumers today.
1: We are on the line with Sheldon Fernandez, Property Guru Malaysia's country manager, sharing his insights into how we have made it more than a year and a half into the challenges this pandemic has thrown at us. In a little while, we will take a look at the trends going forward and, well, how we can make lemonade out of the COVID lemons that have been chucked at us. This is the Property Show on BFM 89.9. We are back on the Property Show on BFM 89.9. We have Property Guru Malaysia's country manager, Sheldon Fernandez, with us this time around. Now, Sheldon, Property Guru Malaysia's Malaysia Property Market Index. At first glance, what stood out to me were two comparison charts. The price index overview and the supply index overview—they are showing opposing trends. Prices appear to be declining since the end of 2016, while supply is steadily increasing. What does this indicate
0: overall? Okay, you know, in reality, after 18 months of navigating a pandemic-disrupted market, it is clear that the prolonged COVID-19 situation has had a direct impact on property transactions. Uh, a turnaround, if you like, uh, for the current environment of, of depressed pricing can only be expected in tandem with you know, reduced infection rates and the removal of movement control order uh, or restrictions for that matter. So a point of consideration now is that house prices may have already plateaued at its lowest point, given that existing building costs allow very little room for further dust to dip. So I think... You know, the sellers have basically said, look, this is as as much as I can go. And the surge in property supply, on the other hand, in the country is likely driven by increase of homes being put up for sale in the secondary market under the current economic climate, right? So people are most likely wanting to cash in uh, with regards to their asset because we've definitely seen developers delay their launches or hold back on launches given the
1: times. So with this steady increase in supply, how does this help the property overhang situation? We are looking at over 52,000 unsold residential units, that's the highest since 2016. Shouldn't this trigger alarm bells?
0: Yeah, so I think in some ways, the lockdown could help mitigate, really, the overhang situation, partially, I would say. Because, you know, property supply volume may be affected in the coming months due to slow pace of development launching because of non-essential construction works being halted, right? So you see lesser developers coming out of the market and putting the units out there in the the market. At the same time, also, we may actually witness a pent-up demand from buyers after this lockdown lifts, Right. So I would just say, that, look, the country property overhang situation is you're not going to resolve it anytime in the near future. Right. I think overall, from an overhang point of view, we need to obviously deal with the problem and go to the roots of it. Clearly, you know, there's a lot of elements to it around price adjustments by developers that we think is needed really based on location and property type. We need to you know, make sure lending policies are a little bit more relaxed so that people have access to credit. Uh, At the same time, I think the economy plays a big role here in terms of getting the right jobs back and growth in terms of income. And obviously, so that we don't sort of keep coming back to this situation again, more
1: careful planning in the near future. Now, this past year and a half, many Malaysians have also lost their jobs, and it is quite telling that your MPMI indicates that the overall property supply in Malaysia has increased by nearly 35% annually in Q2, and that's the highest in two years. Earlier, you also mentioned that many owners are putting up their units to get cash. All right, so putting up units for sale for cash is one thing, but are people biting?
0: Um, Well, look, I think the pandemic has caused many Malaysians to lose income. You know whether it's due to pay cuts furloughs or even layoffs uh, but the introduction of moratorium on bank loan or repayments will offer some measures of relief for some but those who are cash strapped will still need to resort to you know cashing out on their asset or selling their properties right so we've definitely seen more residential supply making its way to the secondary market but clearly, it is a result of what we think would be people's wish to cash out on their property investment and elevate current financial burdens. And you also see this being supported by some of the banking initiatives as well, right? The banks have been very aggressive in terms of ensuring that they're able to help with refinancing for properties. And therefore, you sort of see this be a play given the low interest rate environment as well. So I think, All this is, you know, again, it's a solution of the times and people are just taking advantage of what they have as an option out there. But prices keep getting pressured lower, so it just exacerbates the problem, don't you think so? Um, But we expect property prices or asking prices at least to stabilize at the current low, right? So, you know, before gradually moving upwards again in tandem with the progress of national vaccination programs, right? So when, I guess, when the market opens up, when we see lower new infection rates being recorded, you start to see this demand come back and therefore hopefully push prices up, which, which it should. Uh, but it's also an opportunity for price adjustment, which can help with regards to a property overhang issue in the country. Has the lack of foreign buying impacted the overall property outlook? Well, I think short answer is, is definitely yes. So, you know, based on the property market index data, the areas that registered the sharpest water water drop In terms of asking price, includes KLCT Center, which is about 6.86%. Another notable one is Javan Kiara and One Kiara, which is about minus 3%. So the lower asking price in KLCC and One Kiara, uh, we think, is attributed to the current low buyer appetite environment due to the lockdown, and especially obviously the foreign buyers. Now, despite this being a strategically positioned neighborhood, a large surplus of high rise residential options in KLCC and One Kiara has uh, created a competitive environment that is like likely to be suppressing prices Um, so I would say by far definitely one of the biggest impact is due to the lack of foreign buyers.
1: One trend that I've noticed especially in overseas markets is the shift towards rentals as opposed to owning one's own home. What have you noticed here?
0: So over here, I, mean, I would basically take data from our Property Guru, Malaysia Consumer Sentiment Survey in the first half of 2021. And among renters in particular, almost half intend to continue renting up to two years before buying their own home. While 31% do not have a clear plan on how long they intend to rent, right? So majority of Malaysians, which is roughly around 73%, who rent a property say they do so because they don't have enough savings to purchase their own property. So younger Malaysians within the age of 22 to 30 years old tend to rent as they don't feel the urgency to buy right now. And this has increased from 41% uh, last year right so you can see that that is definitely one noticeable trend when it comes to rentals as opposed to only let's talk
1: geography and you know considering more and more people are working remotely has that impacted people's decisions on where they actually want to live maybe you know better options open up for them What what is seen in your index in your data
0: yeah again i'll go to our consumer sentiment survey in the first half of 2021 uh, where you know basically working from home is becoming a norm now Most companies have adopted it. And when we surveyed location-based working and staying, Clang Valley continues to be the most popular choice uh, for future property purchase. The study also registered lower interest rate in areas outside of Clang Valley when compared with the previous consumer sentiment study. So within Klang Valley, the top four choices were, you know, PJ, KL City, Centre, Damansara, Subang Jaya. So all these matured neighbourhoods are obviously of preference. However, there's been a slight increase in less dense areas within the Klang Valley as well. Uh, Now, this could be temporary while the lockdowns are still in place, uh, but during this MCO period, RMCO period, we've seen many companies reverting back to working from office, right, or even have rotational arrangement where alternate teams come to work. So, you know, living within a close proximity or within a close geography location would continue to be an important consideration of factor uh, when it comes to buying property, given that, you know, there's semi-flexibility as of now. However, in the longer period of remote working, this certainly will influence consumer preference in their work from home because the requirements may change, right? Uh, so, according to the same survey, about three in four Malaysians would consider a home that suits their, their once they had they knew the longer-term arrangement, what would be that uh, suitable environment for them? And this is especially among those living with parents or or young, or even the younger Malaysians, like we said, who are currently renting right now. So the, some of the factors that they consider, obviously, are good internet connection, healthy work environment and living environment. Uh, at the same time, yeah, you'd be surprised, air ventilation as well. So all these factors are are the factors that they will consider when it comes to the longer-term view of purchasing the house given the, the new work-from-home
1: uh, environment. Finally, Sheldon, what does the real estate sector have to look forward to for the rest of the year now that you know we've got less than half of, a, of this year to go?
0: Well, I think... You know, the property sector will remain, I guess, you know, uh, challenging, maybe is the right word for the rest of the year, with the uncertainty surrounding the, the Delta variant of the virus and the rising infection rates. I think this has led towards fresh waves of lockdowns, right? So, so looking ahead, any significant recovery from the property sector can only be expected once we are better positioned to achieve herd immunity. And, uh, you know, obviously we are ramping up vaccination. So hopefully that result to a more liberal uh, economic environment. Uh, but we expect property asking price to stabilize at the current low before gradually moving upwards again in tandem with the progress of the economy opening up. Uh, as well as you know the infection rates going lower right now one thing for sure cash rich buyers or savvy investors they will be keen to capitalise on the current climate of low prices and low interest rates as an avenue of, of uh, investment, as opposed to any other type of investment, because clearly it's a very stable and attractive sector to invest in. We have been speaking with Sheldon Fernandez, Property Guru
1: Malaysia's country manager, whose brains we have picked for this week's edition of The Property Show. If you've missed any part of this conversation, you can download the podcast via the BFM app on Google Play and the Apple App Store, or just go on to bfm.my. I'm Keith Kam. This is